0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I was hoping we wouldn't have to talk about this, but I hear it mentioned more and more. um, Commentators have more and more commentary about what may or may not happen. What's your view of the current reality in the United States? How worried are you? knowing that within the pandemic politicians are almost literally at each other's throats in washington and the federal election is just three weeks away i worry to you about things going off the rails in the united states
1: well roy thank you for having me it's uh really an interesting time if i step back and i look at at it uh uh as dispassionately as possible but uh my personal feeling is one of concern because I'm trying to find those points of intersection between the two sides, places where we can find agreement, and I don't see a lot of that.
0: You're African-American, and you've had the conversation with us about the conversation you had with your son, and you said this is what African-American fathers do. They have the conversation with their sons about interacting with police, which is what white fathers generally don't have to do. Let me come back to the issue, and we talked about this on the air. Is the racial divide greater now in the U.S. than it was at the beginning of summer?
1: Actually, I think the events of this summer have caused somewhat of a a sea change. In fact, I've been doing some research on how these events have affected public opinion. And while you do see some backlash, there's always going to be because it's a contentious issue, I think we've seen a, a shift in the... Uh, uh, mindset of people toward the topic of race. I know in the research I've been doing on how the church is handling this issue, there was a time when the church thought that the best way to deal with the issue of race in America was not to talk about it. Now we're hearing that 94% of pastors believe this is an issue that they should be addressing from the pulpit. So um, the events of the summer have awakened some people to the realization that the experiences that they've had in life do not necessarily correspond with uh... The experience of others in america and, and i think that's important
0: now you teach young americans so you have your finger on the pulse of how they're feeling and responding to what they're seeing what they consider their primary issues, and how they are influenced by social media. What do you expect from young adults in the United States in the weeks and months, or at least not even a month any longer, in the weeks ahead of the November 3rd election? And uh, what do you expect if the outcome of the election remains in doubt for perhaps additional weeks?
1: Well... Young people are interesting because they have a great deal of passion for issues. And I think the issues that they're passionate about differ a great deal from the issues that their parents and grandparents are concerned about. The question is, will it translate into actually uh, voting in November? Because that's always been the the gap, the gap between their enthusiasm and their actual participation in the electoral process. If they come out in the numbers, that uh, reflect their passion, that would be one thing. But that is an an open question at this time. And as for whatever happens, I think there's going to be uncertainty because we see people speaking about uncertainty. Uh, This could very well be a replay of what we saw in 2000 where uh, the election ends up going to the courts. We don't know, but it could be that way. I think it has to be a very decisive outcome one way or the other for that not to happen.
0: So the elephant in the room, Ron, that everybody tries to avoid And I mentioned it at the beginning because it's what Americans told Rasmussen. 40% of GOP supporters, 28% of of Democrat supporters, 38% of Americans who don't support either party told Rasmussen they expect a civil war in the United States within five years. What do you say to that?
1: I say that it reflects a concern that they have that we need to pay attention to. I don't know that I agree with it, uh, only because we've had points of contention in our history think about 1968 and how uh, divided and how violent that year was yes we indeed still managed not to get to the point of a shooting war I hope that we have the restraint to avoid it but it does concern me that people actually believe that that can happen
0: we have an editorialist in the background
1: yes I'm sorry that's, <laughs> that's all right easy
0: <laughs> it's all right what do you what would you consider the best Or maybe i should say most likely scenario to be let's put them together best and most likely scenario post november three
1: i think the best scenario is that there is a decisive outcome in the election and that there's no doubt in anyone's mind and that we are able to uh, begin the process of healing and transition that we've had happen successfully throughout our history that's the best case scenario uh the likelihood though i think is that it's going to be close only because um, things tighten up in the polls as we get closer to the election. And we may find ourselves in a situation where we have contention in the electoral process going beyond November 3rd, which doesn't bode well for the polarization that we see in the country right now.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites.